0: this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're going to be talking about season four episode one which was absolutely batshit crazy. Yet another season where they change everything that's going on over the break. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about it with you guys and it's a bumpin' Saturday night in my household and I'm not (laughs) drinking tea nor any kind of alcohol sadly. What about you guys?
1: i'm not drinking anything i did have wine earlier so i have a headache now because the pandemic has made me (laughs) really intolerant to alcohol (laughs) i don't know if that has happened to you guys but
2: yeah i have i haven't had booze in uh nine months so probably the same thing
1: (laughs) yeah i didn't for most of the pandemic so now when i do it's just not good (laughs)
2: Yeah, now I'm like, what <laughs> occasion is gonna be worthy of me breaking my sobriety streak? Cause like I've been, I've been offered like casual beers, and I've been like, no, this is not the time. This is not.
0: <laughs> when we break a thousand listens, because we're at. I was 500 gonna say. Right I was now, gonna say the break exact a thousand thing. Listens.
2: I have a tiny bottle of champagne in my possession. I can pop that when we get there.
1: Yeah, oh, we're gonna yeah. I like that idea. It's gonna be great. Yeah, what's what happened to me is maybe it's getting old, maybe it's the pandemic. I don't know, but like now we drinking just feels so like unnecessary because I just get really bad headaches the next day, which I never used to. So it's like no, like there's no way.
2: And this answers every listener's question about why we're so cool and yet have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh God! We are cool. I consider myself, (laughs) even though I never. Well, we we did go to we did go out in Istanbul a couple times, but we never went to those crazy clubs that I really wanted to go to for some weird reason.
0: Next time, when COVID's over, we'll go clubbing.
1: If COVID is over, (laughs) ever
2: dark, dark undertones
1: in this episode. Except you guys have already have the Pfizer vaccine, so yeah.
0: But people like us aren't gonna get it for a year.
2: I'm definitely getting mine on Monday when the first people <laughs> are you in a nursing home I didn't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you over the age of 80
2: <laughs> look we all have our secrets mine is just <laughs> my insanely young looking appearance <laughs> <laughs> no um and I had uh w- well you two will know sour cherry oh. juice like mm-hmm. an, hour an hour
1: I wish I could get that
2: yeah, I wish that for you too, maybe.
1: <laughs> Although it's Christmas season, so that means I'll be eating a lot of cherries, and cherries are my favorite fruit in the world. Nice. So that will That's make a total me...
2: loss then. Yes. You have the OG okay. cherry.
1: <laughs> Is have you ever eaten the real, like Vishne Suyu? I mean I Sour
2: cherries? They're very sour. Yeah.
1: yeah. Is it like a cranberry?
2: I don't think I've eaten straight up cranberries they're horrible they're really, oh, really they're sour it, like sour cherries are not for me a pleasurable uh dining experience they're very sour so probably like cranberries okay and i think we're good guys right that's the episode's over
0: yeah i that think was- we've really both entertained and informed our <laughs> listeners so we can go now
2: <laughs> okay good night <laughs>
0: So now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode.
1: Okay. Per usual with this show, there were like flashbacks interspersed everywhere with the story. So it might not be the most linear recap, but I'll try to get everything in. So it starts with a horror movie kind of cell phone footage sequence where literally like it's the apocalypse. Everyone's dead. Their fighter jets um, flying over Istanbul, which I still don't understand if the fighter jets were immortal controlled fighter jets or like the government trying to take the city again.
2: The government like quarantined them in that section of Istanbul, like all the immortal rabble rousers. So they're like surveilling them. But they
1: can't kill them. So what's the point? Anyway.
2: <laughs> they're just containing them, yeah. So they don't spread out further, which as if that's possible. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, okay. Anyway, so then we get a wonderful hut well, of course, there's a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. This woman is freaking out. And she eventually gets captured by Hakan. I mean, not sorry, Faisal, of course. Um, but I guess that's further on in the episode. Anyway, um, but basically the city is going to shit. And there's a bunch of foreign news reports in all a bunch of different languages, which I thought was cool about what's going on. So then, of course, we go back to whatever year it is, 15-something, with Hakan and Nissan, who have other names that I can't remember. Oh, her name is Valeria, and his name is... Harun. Whatever. Harun. Harun. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's 1459.
2: I just... <laughs> <laughs> also, Ezgi is annoyed at me for not
1: saying anything. <laughs> just
2: editorializing, don't mind me.
1: <laughs> so they're of course in their as we mentioned last time, sex weekend at that shack that somehow has a view to the maiden tower, <laughs> which um wasn't built till like two hundred years after Sex Shack. We'll not focus on that anyway. So they're just on, on the beach um, and he asks, like we saw the last episode, like, where are we? And she's like, oh, in the city that Mehmet conquered. And I have to say, it makes it seem like they're just arriving to the city for the first time, which I guess they aren't because they're in their sex weekend and they live in Istanbul. So anyway, <laughs> so the, the remaining loyal ones, which are the tall dude with the red beard, whose name I can't remember. The lawyer woman. Oh, uh, Sammy. Sammy? Yes. Really? <laughs> the tall woman. The lawyer woman with the man with the top bun, um, top knot, and the hacker, who I have no clue what his name is, and is wearing a very tropical um, outfit, hipster-y. Anyway, so they are carrying Hakan in like a stretcher, like a makeshift stretcher, which I don't know how like a horde of immortals didn't see them and like kill them. I mean, anyway, of course we're not shown that because obviously they wouldn't have survived anyway. So it turns out that Sami found uh, Hakan like dead on a shore, or like I don't even know, not dead, but they're trying to figure out if he's dead, and they find out they figure out he's not dead, but he's probably stuck in the past, and he's like clenching that key, like. For, for dear life. So then we go back to the old times, and Hakan is walking with Nissan, like entering the city, I guess from their sex weekend once more. Um, I'm really enjoying saying that anyway. <laughs> so he finds out he has this daughter whose name is Shiden. And he's obviously being really weird because he has no clue who he is or like what he's supposed to do. Classic Hakan. And this girl's like, Yeah, I'm Shiden, I'm your daughter. He, like, asks her, like, are you my daughter? But, like, I guess in Turkish, like, my daughter is what you would call your daughter anyway. So, like, I guess it's, like, kind of, like, a play on words that I can't really translate into English.
2: No, there wasn't really a play on words. She was just saying that.
1: Like, he's, like, kizim, right?
2: Yeah. She was just, like, you only call me that when you're mad at me. You normally call me your şiddin, like shidin.
1: Yeah, yeah, what but but the... like it's it's like a language thing because like you wouldn't like you wouldn't just walk up to like a kid and say like my daughter, you know?
2: Like in English. Yeah, yeah. it like yeah. it doesn't yeah.
1: It, it's not a play on words, but it's just like something from the language. Um mm-hmm. because in Turkish like the you add like parts onto the end of the word. Like if it's my something, you would add a letter at the end of the word. So anyway, sorry, that's a long winded explanation for something really simple anyway so he has this daughter and this helper whose name i also forgot azim, azim? yeah okay cool so um they have to go somewhere which is like kind of i guess the hamam of that time like the hideout of that time where his daughter lives and we find out that her mom died and nisan or vizier or valeria i guess um whereas this weird like veil thing and like has to go a different way And Hakan says, like, I need to go to the Golden Gate. And he talks about, like, all those things that were mentioned in the previous episode. Like, the vultures that take time. And there's, like, a sundial. And, like, he mentions all these things. And that guy's like, what are you talking about? Like, well, he later on in the episode says, like, you're not supposed to know about this. So, anyway, they go to that Golden Gate. And Hakan is trying to get to, like, the sundial or whatever. And... He like runs into an oracle in the woods, which we were debating whether she, I think it's the same actress, but they like did old person makeup, but I might be super wrong. Um, but she's like, this is my curse. Like, I know you're Hakan. I know your whole life and your curse is to be in the past and you're going to have to c- keep coming back. Cause he And he also asks about the shirt and the dagger, but she like gives a super vague answer, doesn't she? Or like, she's like, you don't need that here or something.
2: she says yeah she says that he's the like it's not the objects that are oh he's
1: the med. he's the talisman or something yeah yeah. okay so i
2: don't think the objects exist yet
1: oh that's i had not thought about that that makes sense so anyway i'm just gonna recap this like in my head because the notes are just gonna make it super convoluted so he basically says this guy like i need to get to the golden gate he's like let me just give me a second i need to figure some stuff out because they're not going to let us in obviously so he goes and does something and comes back and then hakan or like this guy harun i mean i don't even know what to call him but anyway he like wears this like hood and says like i need money. like he's pretending to be a beggar so he stops the he doesn't let the vizier's caravan go through so the vizier actually comes out of the caravan and he hakan says like please i need to talk to the sultan i know who the vizier killer is because i i mean how can i believe you the sultan's like too important to be caught up in all because he says like the immortals are after this and he's like this the sultan's too important to get like carried away with these like magical supernatural things like let's just bring me, bring me some proof and then we can talk. So then Hakan or Harun goes to the place where Nissan works, like a tavern, and she's there playing chess with um, our friend, the hipster immortal whose name is like Hekim Hakim or something. I think it's Hekim.
2: Hekim Bey is what she calls him and Hekim just means doctor. So he's just she's just calling him oh, Mr. Doctor. He's a doctor. Really. Yeah, he's
1: okay. a doctor. <laughs> Mr. Doctor. I did know that Hakim meant doctor in Arabic, but I didn't know it meant doctor in uh, Turkish as well. So anyway, the, they're playing chess and they're like, she's like talking about how strategic and how smart she is and how her plans are perfect. And so that's when Hakan's like, oh yeah, like she's obviously trying to trick me just like she tricked me in my life. Or I guess maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's what I think. Um, happened in the scene anyway so like she sees him and she's like no 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 you can't come in i'm with this customer and like whatever so she like kicks the customer out and she's like don't worry like she tells this immortal like don't worry it's all part of my plan like i'm like it's all good like no worries so she then like is able to get hakim like out and she goes to a back room with hakan and, like, he's, like, oh, I came here to get what I wanted, whatever, which is apparently a kiss. So they kiss. And while she, like, closes her eyes, he notices that, the, that her arrows are on top of, like, this furniture thing, closet, whatever it is, armoire. And he, like, grabs one of the arrows while they're making it on and, he, like, puts it in his shirt. But she then, real, like, counts the arrows and realizes that he, like, caught her. So he, like, stealthily walks away. And someone's following him and from like the shoots and everything, it seems like from the shot, sorry. It seems like it's Nisan who's following him, but actually it's Azim who's following him. And he's like, you're not Harun, like, I know there's something off about you. So Hakan obviously tells him the whole truth. And we find out that Nisan was actually going after the the vizier and she somehow like managed to sneak into the palace, shoot a first arrow, which nobody reacted to and then of course killed the vizier with an extremely powerful arrow <laughs> so of course um this is like i think they mentioned that there's been several viziers killed like three or something or i don't know if they say a number but basically it's a bunch i'm like now there's i think one. they said
0: five five
1: yeah. okay so yeah they they've killed they're
0: dropping like pounds. yeah
1: <laughs> they've killed a bunch of, of viziers and so Hakka's like decides that he needs to go talk to the new vizier um about this and they tell him like you can't see the vizier because like so many of them have been killed that now they can't interact with the public but you can interact with this um advisor dude whose name is shoot (laughs) um uh it's the same name that he had when he had that flashback with ruya who's rev who's rev yeah (laughs) who like I couldn't pronounce that name (laughs) so I like when they they wrote in the subtitles like okay finally I'm gonna remember this name but I didn't (laughs) anyway so like we could I I guess maybe I thought from the beginning that it was Faisal but of course then he goes near and it's Faisal and he's like oh so what am I gonna tell this dude now because he's Faisal and Faisal's like he tells him like oh I have information about um who killed the vizier and he's like okay well tell me then And he breaks the tail off the arrow, which is the part that has a logo on it or like the, yeah, the logo. So he's like, oh yeah, I have, this is the arrow that killed the vizier. And he's like, okay, good for you. Like whatever, peace out. Like you young kids should mind other things. He says something like really dismissive and Hakan's like, okay. So his friend's like, okay, it seems like you need to go into the future and bring the talisman so you can like kill these people in the past, or at least that's what I understood. And so then we go to the future for a while. And so they're locked up in this room, the lawyer, the Sammy, the hacker, Budak, and Hakan, who's just like moving his eyes like crazy. And they realize that like, if they touch the key, like it'll throw them away. But like, apparently it's the key that's holding him in the past. So then his friend Azim like takes this like takes him to the sundial it turns out that he's like in charge of the office that like does everything with time and watches and timekeeping so he like goes into his office and it wasn't clear to me if he like had the sundial brought there from the from the golden gate or like he had the sundial
2: i think it was weird. Yeah. I, I was shocked when it was inside. This yeah. office type <laughs> Like,
1: <place>. okay, sure. <laughs> I'm sure this was really easy to move. So then they like line it up. And that's when Hakan is able to wake up in the future. And he lets go of the key, but like letting go of the key alerts Nissan, the activists, Zeynep and Faisal. So all of them actually went to the Hammam to search for, for Haakon and everyone else. And also we know now know that Zeynep like turned evil because she has this whole conversation with Faisal saying like, where Faisal's like, oh, finally, you're going to get what you deserve because you're going to get control of the city. And like, it's going to be all run by mortals. So we're all going to be super powerful. And like, we're not going to have the stupid burdens that humans have in their lives. And they have this whole like evil mastermind conversation, which I thought because it was a bit long for like what they actually said anyway. So they all walk into this, to the hammam. And, of course, they get alerted to everything because Hakan drops the key when he wakes up. So that's a pretty loud noise. So then Budak decides to be, like, the human bait. So he goes out and tries to, like, thinks that maybe talking to Zeynep will make her, like, not shoot him. But, of course, that's not like that. And she shoots him, like, pretty horribly and just, like, kills him. Even though he's trying to say, like, I really care about you. I don't know if he says I love you. He might and he just like dies forever after he's not a bloody donut even though he's shot from like less than a meter distance which i don't know what happened with the bloody donut i guess they changed the props people or the stunt coordinators or something and so he dies a sad death and these people are able to get away with the key but they just like there's nothing like they're like oh we have no home we have nothing like what are we going to do now and he's like it's okay like we'll figure something out and then like just a bunch of like zombie immortals are burning every like Zainab is burning everything and a bunch of zombie immortals are just looking as she burns everything that was in the hammam and that's the end of the episode
0: yep now we're going to move on into our gossip spilling the non-existent tea banter section you have a lot to talk about
1: <laughs> i just the first thing that really struck me about this episode is this guy in the in the whole cell phone footage part like there's this guy who's like about to jump off a building and then he like actually jumps and the people who are filming the video are like okay what okay poor guy like what happened to him and then he just stands up I was kind of baffled as to how they did that stunt because like they showed everything. <laughs> so, like, I our do our job getting
0: the props people props right now.
2: <laughs> I refuse.
1: I'm just curious. Yeah.
2: This is what happened. Macro. The macro situation is that the props people saw Cloverfield and Paranormal Activity and all these more recent cell phone footage horror movies during the break and they were like oh shit we gotta have some first person whatever you call it the shaky first person uh, camera footage it's not, I can't explain it was amazing they should get an Oscar oh my god
0: <laughs> I just you know I really felt for Tolga and Running Girl but at the same time they were quite dumb
2: why were they like just i mean of all the places to be like why there do you do you not have a home i'm so
0: why were they not just hiding in some apartment somewhere yeah, exactly
2: like there's no like, no one that, would find you yeah they're not gonna like just yeah exactly they're not gonna find you in a high-rise amateurs
0: amateurs for sure you could tell by the footage very shaky yes
2: also did you guys see that like Several hundred thousand people were watching them. So, yeah. several hundred thousand people were successfully hiding. <laughs> They're like these idiots.
1: They could be watching from like yeah. another city.
2: They could. I choose to believe
1: that's not. i believe that it's
2: several hundred thousand people in the same neighborhood who are like.
0: Oh God! <laughs> oh, God. And then Faisal gives his like speech to the camera. I liked it. I thought it was good. I'm in for Faisal
2: with the scruff. He's so greasy, that hair or whatever
1: he's he He's super greasy. <laughs> and he thinks he's a badass. Like what what he says to the camera. I can't even remember. He says something like we're so cool now taking over the world or some <laughs> stupid thing like that. And I was just like, please. Oh, they can I liked stop. that.
0: I was so
2: in on that speech. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did he say? It was something really dumb. It was
2: like Yes, it's me, Faisal Adam. I'm very famous and rich. Yeah, successful, famous businessman. And then subsequently, like he like does this hand thing. He's like a uh, secretive, like fugitive or whatever. And and then he very dramatically yanks the camera toward his face. He's like, and an immortal. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point I was like not even looking at him because I was so secondhand embarrassed for him and his behavior. <laughs>
0: I thought it was great the only thing I couldn't understand was like okay they finally have all of these goons that Eske has been asking for this entire time right
2: entire yes
0: why aren't they like he enjoys yeah. the good life we know this is someone who enjoys a fancy restaurant and a nice bottle of wine why are they not like nice sitting bottle- in a lovely room somewhere directing all their goons I don't understand
2: <laughs> That's A great question They should be drinking their fake ass looking wine. Yeah,
0: they should be (laughs) drinking wine, sitting in a cafe on the Bosphorus with the breeze blowing in their hair, not in some like weird carnival square,
2: murdering people. (laughs) (laughs) Were we recording when I clarified that? Well, I think we've already discussed that shopping malls are uh, like just a very big thing. We had a a whole history
0: section on shopping malls.
2: Right, right, right. But were we recording in this episode already when I clarified that they're no. in a shopping center with no. okay, with a weird amusement park, like right in the middle? That's, I mean, it's strange, but I was not surprised by the changing scenery throughout the chase scene because I was like, oh, it's just a mall with a weird amusement park in it. Okay. <laughs> so it was a- I mean, they were
0: right. Like that was a very creepy place when you put a bunch of dead bodies in there. Yeah yeah
1: also what was that other part was also a shopping mall like that street yeah
2: at the big like that whole thing is like it's like uh the outdoor it's like an outdoor shopping center like like uh, out in the open but i mean it's within its own area obviously like there's probably a parking mm. structure adjacent to it but it's uh yeah so i'm not clear what part of istanbul they're in actually because i thought all this was going on in well, it's possible that when they quarantined them, they closed off, not, like, the old part of the city. But geographically, I have no idea where they are. Because thats it's not in the old part of the city. There's nothing like that.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's probably a newer part. Yeah.
2: So my question is, are these, I mean, are they being, okay, so do the goons have a murderous instinct? And, but they have I think free so. will? Or they don't have free will and they're being all simultaneously directed to Good question, that's and extremely confusing. And this was confusing. very
0: clearly explained by the hacker guy, who we don't know his name, who said, "And I quote: It's different from the mind control thing. The end." <laughs> oh.
1: <I'm>, oh, really? <laughs> uh, so I now it's like that.
0: just perfectly explained, and no one needs to worry about what's going on.
1: But but they they do go into that with Zainab because like it seems like Zainab has some sort of she. They e-will. definitely. But at the same time, it's she wants like to it's like they everyone. just
0: implanted little like demons on everyone's shoulder because like they're still themselves. They're not like zombies, but they are just doing crazy shit for no reason.
2: I didn't get that guy in the mall who was like, no, no, don't shoot. Don't shoot. Gets shot in the chest. And then he has a gun, too. And he's an immortal. And he shoots the other guy. But then the <laughs> second time, the, the guy with the big gun comes out him, he's like, no, no. So why? Why are you saying no?
1: They're, they're both immortals, yeah, I think. It was
2: very confusing. Yeah, they were being, they were being such goofballs, like, you're both not going to die. Calm down.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that was confusing. They're really
2: hyper zombies.
1: Yes. That whole zombie thing is extremely confusing.
0: Yeah, and also, like, so the virus was in the water, but only people who were infected got the vaccine,
2: no the virus was never the issue the virus was just a virus that kills the vaccine anyone who chose to get vaccinated is the is what made them into these zombies so this whole
0: show is like an anti-vaxxer message
2: (laughs) yes not this is an important time to remind our listeners that you should get the covid19 vaccine when it's available Please, please,
1: you should get every vaccine possible. We
2: here
0: at Turkish TV Time are very pro-vaccine.
2: Yes, and end end the disease, madness, poverty, and chaos. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) On and off, (laughs) but you might get turned into a zombie. Hey, I always say if I get a third arm from the COVID vaccine, I can use it. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you worried about it? (laughs)
0: yeah <laughs> so should we talk about Zainab? yeah i don't understand what's going on like i just <laughs> i understand that she they like can't, couldn't really figure out what how to do with her this season i guess but what? to make her like just an unthinkingly evil person who kills the man she loves
1: so- but at least she's badass again yeah. Cause she like remember we were talking about how she became yeah. a really boring character. So
0: you prefer her to
2: be an evil murderer than to be a little weepy at her boyfriend's yes. bedside. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say how this all pans out, obviously, because that would be a major spoiler, but I will say that at this stage of watching this show, when I was first watching this season, I thought that she was playing the long game, a long con with Faisal. Like I thought mm. that okay Brock. obviously horrible that she had to kill him but she did it not because she got any enjoyment out of it or wanted to but she had to do something extreme to gain their trust so I think again when I was first watching this my thought was okay like this is awful there might have been a better way to do this but she's doing it ultimately to further the protector's cause so at this point, yeah we'll have faith in her ultimate
1: but how does she how does she counteract the vaccine though?
2: strength of character like yeah if our our hypothesis is that it's like a little demon sitting on your shoulder telling you to do bad stuff and you you listen to it and you do it but you still have free will then yeah strength of character would work if it's literally mind control okay but it's not literally mind control because Faisal wanted her to prove herself right yeah
1: but uh, yeah I I feel like it's not I was, th- I was actually thinking about the whole, like, our favorite subject, like, the blood magic of it all. Because, like, her... So they needed an immortal's blood, and they needed the protector's blood to mm-hmm. make this vaccine. So I'm very... I'm just, like, curious about... Because, like, for... Just to make the immortal, you just need immortal blood. You don't need protector blood. So I guess, like, the protector blood, like... Makes you less mind-controlling? Makes it less glitchy also? Maybe. Or yeah, could it glitch?
0: It solves the glitchiness.
2: That's what I, I heard. No glitches, so it makes...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it would, it would make sense. Like, given the glitchiness that happened before, it would be interesting if there were glitches because that would allow for, like, Zaynep to be a character again. Zaynab's definitely a
2: character yeah. this season
1: well but like be herself uh, i guess okay i don't know
2: yeah
0: worried about her but she also, looks great i really liked that top she was wearing that's
1: true well she at least changed like <laughs> Nissan is just gonna wear that outfit for the rest of the oh season oh
0: my god did you see that fucking tank top not even tank top like bra like she's wearing
1: it's not a it's like a corset it's like a like lingerie
0: It is lingerie. It's dark on the cups and then it's just black lace on her stomach and it doesn't look good.
1: Yeah, the leggings also don't look good. I accidentally watched the the start of the previous episode and they do like a close-up on her and I just hated the leggings. I hate them. (laughs) I think I said it last time, but I really hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, also this episode brought two really interesting things. The first... It revived my theory. Because her name is Valeria. She's Greek. Or like not yeah, she's, Turkish. Yeah, yeah
0: she's yeah. yeah. Big time.
1: So my theory could be true after all. Who's it's like, a, a secret. very
0: Muslim name though?
1: Mm, <laughs> damn it.
0: Yeah, but that's because he's undercover.
1: But she's a leader though. Valeria's the leader. Like
2: Muslim as Christian. <laughs> then yeah. we can all be undercover. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she also like very weirdly covers her face do the other do the other immortals not know she's with the protector or like do they even know there's you mean
2: a like when she when they were going in through that gate and she covered her face? yeah no i think that was because yeah. like women weren't allowed to be there or like they had to um, it was about how they could they had to cover when they were going outside.
1: oh well they do say that but they say i thought they said it about the building wherever they're going yeah but it, to leave she, the child but
2: she did it as soon as they cross the threshold into the. Mm. I think that area was like somehow restricted.
1: But then, when when Hakan goes into the tavern and the immortals there, she like Hakan does see hipster dude, but hipster dude doesn't see Hakan. Oh yeah, that's true. And she doesn't want him to see Hakan as well, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I but I thought maybe that was something to do with like um, sleeping with a man who's not your husband kind of deal
1: but do immortals have those sorts of ethics though
2: well no i'm sure they don't
1: <laughs> i don't think they care i don't know
2: now you, you, know, you think about how they mate. It, it's gross i don't want to think about that. no they're so gross We don't know what's in there I've, I've said this before
1: actually for a second i was like maybe this is an alternate reality and nissan is human and they actually have that kid together ah. but then the kid's like oh when my mother died and then it's like no okay
0: I'm hoping that Shiden grows up to be the protector. I was gonna
2: say either she continued his his line or he uh, he had some more babies.
0: <laughs> also, what is his profession like? When we first had the flashbacks, <laughs> I assumed he was like a very high up, important general.
1: Guy. Yeah, he's like a soldier.
0: But he can't even like fucking he has to pretend to be a beggar to see the vizier
1: there's a plot hole there there's a plot hole because remember in one of the previous flashbacks it's the sultan who's like you are the protector or like you are whatever i
2: think this is what's happening because this precedes 1459 precedes even the existence of the talismanic objects i think the way he's come into this timeline has so kind of disrupted the fabric. And this is maybe a good segue to our history section too, of like how travel (laughs) disrupts things, future events. I think it disrupted the fabric of the prior flashback events so drastically that like Harun has, Harun slash Hakan has to come up with a whole new way to gain the attention of and an audience with the Sultan. Because I think in the prior timeline, you know without any time travel effects the sultan through independent sources became aware of the immortals being like this like part of a conspiracy to kill right and then
0: chose his favorite general yeah but
2: this is like i mean some alternative timeline almost like i don't know why like his profession and everything has completely changed but i got this like the way i rationalized it and maybe I'm doing a little too much work for the screenwriters here, but the I way I rationalized so. it was that they, by entering the timeline, like at such an early point in the whole thing, he has to essentially make it happen now. But again, I do think part of it is that, but most of it's a plot hole.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's a huge plot yeah. hole. Um, because also at least then he would have to be a general. Like why it's would he like no change standing. him being a general? I don't know what
2: his job is either.
0: Like, yeah, it seems like he's he literally's got nothing going on. Yeah. Like it's very good Except the
1: giant sword. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you like Hawkon's little make out bait and switch
1: trick? No. Uh she
2: definitely like noticed. There was no way Obviously. Yeah. yeah, she did.
1: Also, um, they changed the the hair piece. Did you notice that? Did they? No. They completely changed the hair thing. Like it What's used to different? be kind of like it used to be some sort of like stick, like it used to be thicker. Like now it just like starts here. Oh. Like it used to start here, I think.
0: He has a receding they hairline. Have a receding hairline well.
1: No, now the braid starts like here. Because like, <laughs> I guess he shaves this part off as well. Oh my God. And it's much longer. Like when he wears a turban, it's much yeah. thicker.
0: Yeah.
1: Or he has like a turban, fake wig thing. I don't know. Also, Sammy, I think I have to talk about this because this is your favorite thing, of course. But activist girl has like such a Coachella. Like, did you see the fringe jacket she's wearing?
0: Oh my God. And booty shorts?
1: (laughs) It's Coachella for sure.
0: Oh, she's the worst.
1: Like she she made the Instagram for Nissan. (laughs) Yes, she
0: did. Like she's the same
1: kind of basic, but like Coachella basic. Oh my
0: God. That's so true. (laughs) <laughs> oh. she's like every time she kills someone now she posts a little selfie on her instagram hey
1: <laughs> kill count
0: kill 35. count i really liked the reveal when when um who was I saw, like i didn't see that coming at all really when he turned I around know. i
1: was like I yeah did. Was there,
2: that's awesome and it was like obviously
1: yeah I, yeah i was gonna say that's what i thought but that i thought maybe that was just me
2: No, I
0: totally fell for
1: it. Oh, okay. I did not at all. I knew.
0: He's very successful in all walks of life. I'm very impressed by him. Although you would think that if he was like a rich, influential guy in 1459, like he would literally own the entire world
2: (laughs) by 2020. Yeah. Time value of money, baby.
1: Yeah. True. 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 But also they probably had to, I mean, they have they probably have some scheme in place because like, I don't know. Well, if my theory works, they could be like Janissaries or something like it could be if they're Christians. But of course, like we know that that's not true. Like there's been a lot of proof that that's not true. But that would explain the very Muslim name, though, because like they had to obviously convert to Islam.
0: I think you're right.
1: That would be a cooler storyline, probably, than the <laughs> truth.
0: I think we should write our own show and submit it to Netflix. <laughs> well,
2: the truth is disappointingly simple, guys, compared to <laughs> all the threads you're spinning here.
0: Hakan's big plan is to kill Vazir again, the same way that happened the first time. So, thank God for Awesome
2: being. It's just like the intelligent. The, the fact that he stopped the little, you know caravan tour bus whatever with uh, the, the actual <laughs> visit and like went to the went to his residence i guess or where, wherever it was that hustrev was and just like raving about knowing who the the vizier killer is it's just so <laughs> it's not low-key way to approach it and meanwhile you're like sneaking around still trying to make sure like you have access to valeria when like I mean, what, just grab her and take her there, like at this point, because you're screaming about it and like making yourself known to everyone.
0: <laughs> it's such classic, Hakon. Such a
2: poor way to do it. Yeah. What it's... did
0: hammering the sword do?
2: Oh, he's going to look at it in the future and be like, oh, there's a dent. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Wait, real? So,
0: future Hakon doesn't remember
2: any of this? No, no, he does remember, but he's trying to see if something he does. Affects I mean, the like, future. Sleep time travel actually affects the future.
1: Ah, uh... we should probably watch the butterfly effect so we can better understand <laughs> time travel. Oh, yeah,
2: sub episode on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hated that movie.
2: It was like that too much. My brain hurt. I mean, same with this. Like stuff. Like this episode doesn't make my brain hurt just because I feel like they conveniently ignore all the problematic parts of time travel. Like where is actual harun i'll say this again like <laughs> that's my wtf is like does the actual consciousness like sit this one out and then hakan's dumb ass consciousness <laughs> inhabits the body i don't get it yeah, i wish that knows. harun came to the present day he'd be fucking useful yeah i, <laughs> I would have much more enjoyed hakan in his like 2019 clothing traipsing around um, Istanbul, <laughs> like people accusing him of witchcraft for looking the way.
1: <laughs> no, but I think I, I think definitely the body, like his body is in the in the present. So Harun's body is Harun's body. Well, obviously because of the scars and everything. But like, the the real question is like, where is his brain? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's so. It just I've never I don't know if I've seen it like that like where. I don't think it's a representation of time travel where it's that where you're like the time travelers occupying the body yeah. and displacing the consciousness of some past actual figure.
1: Yeah, it's
2: really weird, complicated. Yeah.
0: Well, speaking of which, yes, we could move into our history section in which we will talk about time travel
2: yeah so where's harun that's my question no, i'm kidding, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> wait i have another question what's okay. that for those ruins and stuff it looks really cool where he meets the oracle there's like all these ruins and stuff Oh,
2: IDK.
0: i don't know but they really sprung for that smoke machine
1: yes
2: <laughs> it was a good investment that's it. But-
1: so you think they're fake ruins i want to cry
2: It's like ruins every, like, you walk two feet. There's a new set of ruins in Turkey, but I don't know. It's anything famous. It looks like it's in the Belgrade Forest.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Every, I mean, literally, they filmed the whole. Okay. Again, one of my other pet peeves about the show. So, how is this forest so close to the city? If it's the actual Belgrade Forest, like, it's really far from what the city was at that time. So, they couldn't just walk there in five seconds. Yeah,
2: that is absurd. I, I
1: totally agree with you. The- and if it's the just the rest of the city that was the forest beforehand, like okay, fine, that's more acceptable. But then why is the golden gate in the forest? Because the golden gate is, is where the Yedi Kule is, right? So like why would that be in the forest if that fortress already? Yeah, it's probably in- I think
2: you I think they, filmed, they probably filmed it in Belgrade, but I don't think they're actually in Belgrade. Like in like the show setting that they're in, it's probably in like modern
1: day yeah you know basic textures or something Baolu yeah, or something <laughs> yeah.
2: Like.
1: but like my question is though they're going like they're going to the golden Gate, and the golden Gate is is Yedikure, which is in Fatih right or something
2: it is in Fatih
1: well so f- how old is Fatih as a neighborhood isn't it pretty old yeah like yeah that synagogue was there since 1492 yeah. so like definitely it was there <laughs> i'm just angry because yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a forest yeah they wouldn't have had to go through a forest. Yes, yeah, so but magical
2: yeah, I mean, things they don't did. happen there's, on street corners. Like, like, I don't know. The neighborhood probably wasn't like a perfect like rectangular square where there were ins and outs. Part of it wasn't.
1: But it was the forest though.
2: <laughs> no, I'm saying like part <laughs> of it might have not been like settled. Like it might, have, like, yeah, yeah, might yeah. have been infringing on parts of it so they're like taking a shortcut through the forest or something. I don't know.
1: I mean, I guess, but still, I'm going to continue
2: <laughs> I Also, we just want to, like, revisit the beach thing. I really think there was a beach there on the sex shack. Sure. <laughs> <Not the> beach. <laughs>
1: anyway. Do you also think the Maiden Tower was there in <laughs> Or whenever? 1459.
2: 1559.
1: Hold on. Quick. No,
0: I I already mean it, was, it. Wasn't it? Oh. Because wasn't it part of the fastenings for the chain
1: no i already googled it it's it was in like in the 1700s they built it or something
2: but there was a there was a wooden tower there in 1110 which is when the chain was stretched okay there was also a tower in the same place that held the byzantine garrison in 1453 so, I mean, no, I don't think I'll really concede knows what look like, but
1: I'll concede that there was a tower, but it wasn't that tower that they showed in the episode. No,
2: agree, <laughs> agree. You guys are ridiculous.
0: The Byzantine garrison spent a lot of time sunbathing on the beach. That's what I hear.
2: Why would there not be a fucking beach there? I'm just like, ugh, anyway, I'll, I'll drop it. But
1: but it, isn't it really deep? Isn't it like, I don't know, because I guess. Maybe this isn't this is in my head and this might not be true. But from what I remember, like that beach that people in Boise went to was like on the Black Sea because the Bosphorus is just like there's no coast. Like it's there's just no like coast. it goes there's been straight conquered. down.
2: <laughs> there's like there would have been sand. There would I mean it's like
1: a shoreline everywhere. Like But there's like there's certain places where there's like i mean there is a shoreline but it's like a, a steep like no it just very, goes very you know what, deep the the amount
2: of like urban engineering that's been done on uskudar is ridiculous like it's they filled okay. in progressively the shore so i i can't i mean there's no reason in my mind that there wouldn't be like erosion uh, nor like natural erosion yeah uh, back yeah. then before concrete okay anyway you can edit all this out sammy i just feel like Very strongly about (laughs) one, there's definitely waves on the Bosphorus, and two, there could have been beaches.
0: (laughs) Okay, now that we've settled the very contentious beach issue, we are going to move on into our history section, where today we'll be explaining time travel.
2: Go ahead, Sammy. I think you did all the research. Yeah.
0: I'm so excited for this. I'm a huge nerd. Okay. So, the first, t- there's three main types of time travel in stories. The first is single continuum. So, that's like one loop. You can't ever change anything. You're just recreating the future that you're from. So, the best example of this is Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban where they go back in time, but they're only doing actions that they already happened in their timeline. You know what I mean? They're, it's all the same thing. You can't change anything. Um, and it's super complicated. And J.K. Rowling has famously said that she wishes she never entered the realm of time travel because it was so confusing. The second type of time travel is fixed points. So for this, we can think about Terminator. Basically very important events. In time are immutable, but you can change small things, small interactions, stuff like that. So they always send um, John Connor or sends people back in time to try and stop the machines from taking over the world, but they're never able to because that event is fixed in the timeline. Then the third type is infinite alternatives or alternate universes so um, every time you do something in the past you change everything irrevocably and you send off another timeline running parallel to the one that you're from where things are different Um, so examples of this are the star trek reboot x-men days of future past and that one makes the most sense to me like that seems the most likely like if you're doing stuff in the past it should change something but there's actually been new research on this in the year 2020, guys. So this research. is really exciting. Um, please continue. Yeah. So there's this thing called the grandfather paradox. So think of yes. Back to the Future. When you go into the past and you, let's say, kill your grandfather, then you don't exist. So it's like a paradox. How could that possibly happen? It doesn't work out. And it doesn't work out mathematically either. So Einstein's theory of relativity should be prove that you're able to time travel and there shouldn't be a paradox. So people have been working on this grandfather paradox in academia for ever since the theory of relativity. And this year, a physics student at the University of Queensland in Australia proved the math theorem that shows that if you go back into the past and change something, things always self-correct back. So there is no grandfather paradox. So um, the example of that would be If you sent someone back in time to prevent patient zero with COVID and you prevented that person, let's say you murdered them before they could catch the disease. What this math says is that you would catch it or someone else would catch it. And the same thing would just keep happening. You can't actually change anything. It kind of always resolves back to how it wants to
2: be. It's like the fixed point option of the three options you laid out. Kind
0: of. Yeah. It's like you really can't change what's Mm. already happened
1: that's so interesting and
0: this bodes very poorly for our buddy Mm. hakan well
1: is except that's not not what uh, except that's not what's gonna happen because then there would be no plot (laughs) exactly i thought the products will exist in (laughs) movies forever (laughs) exactly but that makes a lot of sense because like like covid came from some sort of like animal or something so like if that first person didn't catch it like that second person would catch it anyway because it was still gonna develop like still the virus was developing within the animal or whatever that passed it on to the human like the human was irrelevant
2: and something has to happen to bring the time traveler to the point where he or she travels back like right
0: exactly so the point it the that's exactly what it is so the proof that he did is that like if you went back to kill COVID you and you kill COVID COVID would never have happened and you never would have been sent back to kill COVID yeah which is the grandfather paradox
2: damn Sammy what do we even do with this now I don't know but I thought it was super interesting
1: but what does that like mean about like parallel universes does that have anything to do or not really because like there can still be parallel universes but you just can't go between them
0: if you go by like what's been proven then i think yeah you're when you time travel you're not creating parallel universes maybe they already exist but you're not doing anything by time traveling
1: okay so like you don't have any agency when you travel like you can't change anything you can just go
0: right you can change things but you can't change the outcome but what about
1: you like your consciousness like what happens because like now you know time travel exists like how would that affect everything else because that in itself is already a big change for that person
0: Hmm. well you yeah I don't know you got to not tell anybody I guess it's like the prime directive in Star Trek which I'm sure you guys know like the,
1: they will kill you because if you because that's the way the universe will self-correct by like killing you off somehow
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> my personal favorite time travel movie is the Star Trek the Voyage home where they go to 1960s San Francisco to save a whale and bring it back to the future because the aliens are destroying the earth and only a whale's song is the only way they can communicate it's a great movie
2: that sounds precious and also like (laughs) the greatest plot ever (laughs) (laughs) i really want to watch it now what is it uh what's it called star trek
0: star trek the voyage home it's from the 90s it's
2: great it's on the list now
1: was it made like at the same time as like free willy
2: (laughs) (laughs) i don't know (laughs) <laughs> Sounds like it. I think Sophia
1: did right? Sounds like it. I hope they didn't use like Tilikum as a stunt whale or something.
2: Oh, oh.
1: one would hope. Too soon. No, <laughs> oh. I was so traumatized. Like even just saying the name scares me.
2: I, I forgot about the. the... <laughs> and now I remember.
1: Blackfish. Yes. <laughs> okay,
0: but this I- is not a blackfish type scenario. It's very wholesome. The whale's very happy. It has a mate. <laughs> Don't, it has yeah, so but what whale lessons. did they
1: use? Like, what I mean, whale did like
0: they a use a humpback whale or some shit. I don't
1: know. Oh. No, poor whale.
2: Yo, this is crazy. So I'm, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for time travel. And I hadn't even thought of this as being a thing to consider one thing about time travel. But the fact that we haven't met or encountered time travelers from the future in our time. So it's, it's a variation of the fermi paradox which refers to i think aliens so like the idea that they existed we would have already seen them or they Mm -hmm. would have already visited us um, if they were really like smarter than us or whatever so this is like the time traveler variant of that so why aren't there just a ton of tourists from like hundreds of years from now uh, away from now so i didn't even like that as a thing (laughs) so this
0: is like i referenced it earlier but the prime directive in star trek is that if you encounter society that is pre space travel mm-hmm. to other galaxies, then you don't interfere or interact with them at all. So that's my theory for why the aliens haven't contacted us yet Wait, don't, because we're not technologically so advanced so, so, enough.
2: Oh, so we like, couldn't even like understand that they were here or like, what?
0: well, we could, but they don't want to interfere with our society. Okay. We're too barbaric. I see. Okay. So,
1: like, they don't want to disrupt our timeline, so that right. we think it's fucked.
0: Right, right, right. We're very
2: sophisticated. That's rude of them. But- so,
0: the time travelers must have to pass like AP history for the year that they're going to and then get their outfits on and then go.
2: <laughs>
1: Interesting.
0: So, we now know all of this, but we still haven't solved where Harun is. <laughs>
2: yeah, the whole, I mean, this is not a kind of time travel. Um, trope or scenario that you've outlined sammy the replacing the consciousness of another person i know yeah. i'm sorry there's just there's no oh way to it.
1: <laughs> i have a theory maybe it's inside the key and that's why he lets oh. let's go of the key
0: hard soul is inside the key yeah. never, never explicitly explained,
2: but i like that explanation i like
1: that <laughs> i like
2: that a lot yes we're again doing two but here
1: yeah <laughs> But again, like then what's confusing about that whole time travel scenario is so when Hakan goes back to the present, the I'm assuming because we haven't seen this yet, but I'm assuming the past storyline like is on pause. Because what if Harun goes back and like, oh, and then Azim is like, oh, yeah, this crazy dude said that like he was from the future, you know, like it it would create so much chaos.
0: Yeah, it has to be on pause. I guess he's just like physically disappeared
2: with the and, like, little butterfly lights oh, or whatever. we so gonna have to <laughs> revisit this exact point by the
1: end of the season. Ugh. And like Shidin would be like, Dad, you forgot you were my dad this morning? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: So dumb this morning. <laughs> also, oh, linguistically, God. is Hakan just like speaking really convincing Ottoman Turkish?
0: Are they, are they just, they're not even trying to speak on No, they says. did,
2: they did one thing, they switched, um, so there are a, a few ways to say important. So they used an old-timier word for the word important, and that was, like, really the only change. <laughs> in it. Uh, what was the word? So mühim is the word he used, so it's, a, like, an old, or, like, it's, people still use it, but it's less common than, uh, unimn. So he he uh, he uh was asking, when he was asking Shiden about if she saw his shirt and his dagger, and she was like, oh, were they Muhim? And then he was like, they were Muhim. And then she's like... <laughs> so <laughs> we learned
0: that the child actor is the only one actually trying to portray the period. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: basically. Yeah. Well, also, the- I was- remember, they changed the Immortals' names. Like, Faisal um, is... Whatever I am forgetting. <laughs>
0: we're just gonna know. let you wait. Oh you can figure it out. <laughs> I just said it.
2: Oh no. <laughs> harun. No, Harun. <laughs> literally is, is, is 30 is. seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> U-srib, U-srib. I'm sorry, I have a really hard time with that <laughs> name. As I am <laughs>
2: as No, time. I was just funny because <laughs> I said it and then you were like, Oh, what is it? And I'm like I literally just said it.
1: <laughs> sorry. <laughs> idiot me
2: it might Um, also cut out if i i don't think i have the greatest internet
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then Ruya had another name which i will never remember probably oh javedan i think
2: they must take a this is my explanation they must take like a generation off from like being out in public because like otherwise everyone's gonna remember like there's always gonna be some contention of people who's gonna remember them oh my god (laughs)
0: <laughs> the cat has eaten Sophia. <laughs> that
2: was so funny.
0: She's so sweet. And then, do you think there were Swiss banks back in 1459 and Swiss bankers? Probably, yes. Suits? I
2: think they. I think they helped fund Stonehenge too. I think they've all.
0: Okay, good. So they could keep their money there, and like, even though they're changing names, they can still keep the money.
1: But that thing, the. Um... The whole um, bank thing. That I read when I was researching about Yedikule, because that used to be the old treasury, like when they first conquered the city. So okay, I'm not gonna go get into it again. But no, obviously that part of the city was not a forest <laughs> back in those days. Whatever.
2: Sophia, I'll get over it someday. Why would you go back to that? It's okay, I'll keep I'll keep dying on my bill. <laughs>
0: All right, are we ready to move on from time travel? All right, we are zipping back to the future. And now we're going to do our favorite section, which is what the fuck, which I think we should have a lot of candidates today. I can go first with my first one. This is maybe my favorite what the fuck ever. Whoa. So get ready. When Hakan is needing to get the attention of the vizier and for some unknown reason pretends to be a beggar, he takes the money before he starts talking. which was the most what the fuck thing i've ever seen in my life like why the fuck would he
2: take the money
1: he needs it though probably
2: he doesn't have a job he's, he's <laughs> actually begging i think and wants attention
1: oh my god and he has a daughter
2: he has enough money to maintain that hairstyle so he has some. He money. probably
1: does it himself though
2: hashtag fund harun hashtag <laughs> <laughs> i
0: just feel like the vizier would have taken his point more seriously had he not taken the money first
2: i would have taken all that gold that vizier gold and then <laughs> had my little tank passes the road
0: <laughs> let's see my next what the fuck is um oh when they're showing Vezier suiting up post makeout scene to go and kill the vizier she puts on her like arm length leather gloves before she ties her hair back yes like any female with long hair who's worn gloves and then tried to tie their hair knows that that is just not how you do it mm-hmm. that was wild wild choice
1: I didn't notice that
2: but w- what I was hoping to see on the screen was like a scrunchie and, like, that would <laughs> that exists in the hours. That would be awesome. <laughs> it looked like she'd tied her hair with, like, either just more of her hair or a ribbon or something.
0: It feels like she just kind of, like, swirled it around yeah. and stuck it yeah. in her hood. I don't think
2: she had any tools helping her. I was really hoping for a scrunchie. That would have been awesome. Yeah.
1: But probably, like, a lot of that leather that they use, um, like, for Hawkon's pants and for her gloves... Like, that leather is too polished for probably the kind of leather that they had back in the 1400s. Yeah. Like Especially it was probably much someone more raw. of
0: Harun's very limited means.
2: Yeah, he's begging begging for that gold in the <laughs>
0: Um, What the fuck, Zainab for shooting Burak? Like, you know, that needs no explanation. That was horrible. Loved him, and he was so sweet, and she loved him too.
2: And she would have never prophecy? shot him. It like, wasn't the prophecy that she would kill the man she loves. Yeah, I was gonna say oh. she fulfilled the
1: prophecy finally.
0: Nice. I didn't even think about that.
1: But now, who's gonna have the protectors' kids?
2: I <laughs> don't. I really just don't feel like Hakon's like gene pool needs to be expanded.
0: We bring Shirin into the future.
1: He hits her. Ooh, that would be a cool ending. Of the yeah. <laughs> that would be a super cool ending, actually, but I doubt yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Um, and then my last, what the fuck, is Hakan's coma acting. Just
2: oh, well, <laughs> all I, of the eye movement. Yeah, I share that. What the fuck? I didn't even know I did. I didn't even think about it, but I agree with you completely. That was
1: so weird. I do not even move my eyes, but yeah, that was intense. It's like the whole most, like,
2: most Ren sleep anyone's ever had. <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah, I think mine was, for one, okay, the guy jumping off the building and getting up. That was like, what the fuck? I was <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> that was quite confusing. Um, I think the shootout that you mentioned earlier, Sammy, was also extremely confusing. But my conjecture was that they, like, each one didn't know the other one was an immortal.
2: But the guy who was screaming on the ground also didn't know he was an immortal. <laughs> 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 <Also being shot>. <laughs> True.
1: <laughs> My other, what the fuck is, well, how did they even move with like a stretcher, like Hakan uh-huh. passed out through like a zombie horde?
0: That's a good one. And where did they get the stretcher from?
2: And why did they think going back to the home base that all the villains know was a good idea. Like,
0: that they've invited like Vezier into. Yeah. She well, and why,
1: why didn't they close the elevator with a lock so or were something? Are
2: they just hiding in a bedroom?
0: <laughs> yes, they literally, literally just closed the bedroom door. And it worked, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, why did not there... they have gone through the concrete turny door before they got there? IDK.
1: My other what the fuck... Um, well, I also, it's weird that Sammy's beard is so red when he's a brunette. (laughs) That's confusing. (laughs) It looks like he henna's his
2: beard to me. What'd you say, I I was going to say, our Sammy does not have a beard. Excuse me, so. I know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mentioned this one before we started recording, which was, um, like, why are they burning everything from the hammam? And then when did Hakan and Zeynep get that picture? Because, like, weren't they fighting the immortals this whole time? Like, when did they have time to take a picture? Okay, also the the flashback scene with Nishit when he just, like, dies. Oh, my he's, God. He's, like, talking and then he
0: dies. I that totally forgot awkward. to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> and we get the shot of Hakon's first major freakout.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's crying.
0: That was classic. And the hospital bed, don't never forget.
1: The yeah never hospital. that's never truly forget.
0: like they make you think that what he's thinking of in his mind is Nishet, but what he's thinking of is god i really <laughs> wish i could spend a night in the hospital bed; <laughs> would make everything better
1: <laughs> oh my god oh my god and then okay what other what the fuck do i have i don't think i have any more but well also like them being like we don't have the home anymore like Literally, the whole city is zombies. They could just, like, break into any house and, like, make it their house. Or, like...
2: Same with camera. I don't know. Beginning, like, why are you out on the street?
1: <laughs> well, didn't they also have houses beforehand? Like, Sami and the lawyer and the hacker? Like, where did they live previously?
2: Even Nishit's house, like, the, the... Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. That was a really
1: good house. For uh, someone in the Grand Bazaar. as Or just like steal a
0: fucking boat and row to Russia or something like get out of here.
1: Or a car.
0: A car. And
1: outrun the zombies. Well except they all have like really advanced machine guns and stuff. Where did they get all those guns?
0: (laughs) Oh my god now that you're on a roll you're never gonna stop.
1: (laughs) Like Mazar had like Mazar stole them they were in those giant contain shipping containers from like four seasons ago and then <laughs> now they're being okay. used i think that's me for now
2: um, yeah, I, I mean i hope so because i truly have nothing to add there's so many there's so many there but i'll evolve them for both of you i have nothing to
1: also did, did chess exist in 14 yes,
0: yes. yes. Okay. remember we did a whole section
1: <laughs> okay sorry I guess I was just watching the queen's gambit, and then I read the Wikipedia page for chess again, but then I didn't remember because it started in like Iran, but I don't remember when. It's it's
2: it predates like almost every other
1: game. Okay, I'll take it fine. Also, the, how do you say checkmate in Turkish? I thought it was weird. Like... oh yeah,
2: shahmat. Okay. Shahmat.
1: Yeah,
2: mat is mate. In yeah. It sounds very similar.
1: What does Shah mean, or is it just like a? I mean, a phonetical. I think
2: it comes from Persian, but it's
1: just. Shah also. Oh, I did,
2: but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, I did read that. Yeah, because Shah is like the king, and then that makes sense.
2: Um. Yes, chess years actives circa sixth century to present. Now I don't know if the pieces would look quite as modern as they did.
1: Yeah, Um, they probably were less. They
2: didn't even sculpted. bother to buy a they rough looking chessboard. <laughs> off of the uh the internet, they were like, Yeah, here's a chessboard.
1: No, but they did try because the the chessboard at least was like leather, which makes sense. Oh. But the pieces were quite elaborate for also for like a shopkeeper and like some random doctor. <laughs>
2: Mr. Doctor.
0: Why would he be a doctor? <laughs> they don't get diseases. That makes but no he's sense. He's like
2: an expert in like in diseases to give diseases to people.
1: He could just easily cover up killing people.
0: Oh, so he's like an expert in like human
2: disposal. this chemist, the scientist of the group for sure, because in the present timeline, he was also the one developing the cricket plague.
0: The crickets. Yeah. Yeah. That worked out so well. He also looks
1: so much more attractive without his weird hipster garb. Yes.
0: True. All right. Did we do it?
1: I think we did.
0: Awesome. So thank you guys so much for listening. We dedicate this episode to our poor dear lovely Burak who was so loyal and did not deserve the end that was given to him. We also hope that he doesn't come back as some sort of zombie because that would be very unfair. Next time we will be talking about season four episode two and I'm sure finding out what's happening to good old Harun. I'm sure he's fine.
1: He's just trapped inside the key. They're gonna
2: like, they're gonna z- go do like a really fancy zoom into the key and he's gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, like in Black Mirror when they, remember they do the, like they clone your consciousness oh, yeah. and they put them like inside a machine inside. or whatever. Yeah. Like in the Miley Cyrus doll and stuff. So like that's where Adon is. That actually makes a lot more sense now. Everything makes- <laughs>
2: Yeah, like I said, you really did all the work for the screenwriters. <laughs> we're never going to show any work like that about that. We're not. We're just not going to know. But we'll take that as the explanation.
0: <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you next time.